0: You're listening to the Midtown Church Sermon Podcast. Midtown Church is a family loved and served by God, compelled to love and serve each other and Austin with God. Learn more at midtownaustin.org. All right, guys. It's good to see all of y'all this morning. If um, if I haven't had a chance to meet you yet, my name's Jake Box. I'm the lead pastor here at Midtown Church. And I'm so, so glad that we keep having new people uh, join us each week, even though uh, this is... A weird way to do things, but uh, we love that you're here. Love that you're joining us and uh, the rest of uh, Midtown. I just want to say, probably what we're all feeling, but uh, really miss being together in person, <laughs> and and uh, really looking forward to the day when that's going to happen again. Hopefully, y'all saw the email that that Justin sent out earlier this week, just letting y'all know that though we really do long for the day that we're going to be back together in person, uh, we're going to hold off on that for. Uh, Uh, next few weeks at least uh, as we continue to just kind of observe what's going on in our city as people begin to to venture out after shelter in place has been lifted. We just, we're not going to rush getting back together in person for a you know, just for safety's sake, wisdom's sake. So we will keep you in the loop when uh, things might begin to to change a little bit on that. But we don't have a date in mind right now. We're in very much wait and see mode. And we're going to continue doing this uh, for the foreseeable future. And so uh, thank you for continuing to join us online. Uh, again, not not. As great as being in person, but certainly way better than not being together at all. And so, really glad that we can be here together, worship God, and see each other's faces and encourage one another. So, this morning we're going to continue the sermon series that uh, we w- that we began last Sunday, and we're calling this series "A Timeless Wisdom for the New Normal" because as uh, we thought that it would be helpful. Uh, to to give some time to thinking, like how should we live in the new normal? Because we are in this time, right, when everything seems to be uh, changing, and uh, because of you know COVID nineteen and just the disruption that that's caused, it's, it's it's we're all trying to figure out like what what is the new normal going to be like, and it's weird, right? Like. <laughs> I was uh, reading a number of articles this week where people were talking about just kind of speculating some of it uh, scientifically based some of it just people kind of speculating on like what the new normal might be like and I got to be honest I'm not a fan of some of these things like one of them was talking about how this might be the end of handshakes (laughs) have y'all heard that it's like really like man can you imagine no more handshakes uh, of course, I'm a big sports fan, and so I'm reading all these articles about how it could be the end of, like, large uh, you know, sporting events. And, like, it's like, a football season. We're going to be watching football and empty with empty stadiums. And, again, like, man, I am not a fan. Another article was talking about how this could be the end of salad bars, and I didn't mind that one too much. But overall, <laughs> I'm thinking this is this is weird. Like, this is – we're all trying to evaluate – how should things change in light of this in you know in this new normal because of this disruption that COVID-19 caused? And that's kind of what disruptions do, right? Like when you have this major disruption, one of the things it does is that it it invites evaluation where all of us are trying to think through, okay, should the way that we used to do things, should that continue, or is there a wiser way to do things in light of how things have changed. And that's actually a wise way to respond to disruptions, to actually take time to do some evaluation and to determine if this is the wisest way to live. And so though many of us, probably to some degree, all of us have this desire of like, man, I just want things to get back to the way they used to be, just to, things to go back to normal. It's actually really wise to take a minute and ask the question, how good was the how good was the old normal like should things go back exactly the same way that they used to used to be or is there a way during this time to evaluate and and come up with even a wiser way to live and this morning i want to help us consider that by looking at a passage in the book of ephesians so we're going to go to ephesians chapter 5 if you want to pull that up, or we can also have the slides up for us. But uh, Ephesians 5, we're going to pick up in verse 15, which is a passage where the Apostle Paul, writing to the church in Ephesus, actually addresses this specific topic where he's uh, calling people to live wisely. Here's what he says in verse 15. He says, Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Now let me just highlight this, how he begins this phrase because it's, it's significant when he says be very careful that should tip us off that what's about to was about to come next is is very important because the apostle paul he didn't actually throw that phrase around loosely in fact this is the only time in all of his letters where he begins a statement with be very careful and so (laughs) that uh is his way of, of calling all of us to say hey Give your utmost attention to this. Pay very careful attention to how you live. Make sure you're living wisely, not wisely. And I point that out because I just personally feel like we might not often give our utmost attention to that. Like how often are we really evaluating how we're living to make sure that we're living wisely or unwisely? Like, are we careful about that? Especially in light of what careful looks like, because I think all of us are experiencing careful right now to a degree that we probably have never experienced in our entire lives. Like, I have never been more careful about something ever than I've been over the last six, seven weeks when it comes to making sure I don't get sick and I don't get others sick, right? Like, some of the stuff that we're doing to be careful right now is crazy. I'm washing my hands like a hundred times a day. I never wash my hands that much. We are disinfecting. Amazon packages before they come into our house like never done that before right I'm wearing a mask when I go out I look like an idiot when I wear a mask everyone had to write in Jake's hair to get into the past to get in here today but when my hair's sticking straight up and I'm wearing this mask and my beard's coming out like I'm going completely a dork but I'm wearing it because I got to be careful in fact I'm even wearing a mask whenever I forget to like to bring my mask the other day my family is out run, uh, out running errands which we're not doing much these days uh, be careful but we were out running errand real quick I leave my I'm gonna leave my kids and in, in, in the car to run in real quick and I realize I don't uh, to the store but I realize I don't have a mask and then I so Della was wearing a jacket though and a shirt and so I have her take off her jacket take off her shirt give me her shirt put she puts her jacket back on I wrap her shirt which is white and gold polka dots around my face and run into the store real quick. I'm like, man, I am a dork, but I'm doing this because I'm trying to be careful. We're all trying to be so careful not to get sick, not to get others sick. But friends, when it comes to being careful regarding how we live, make sure that we are living wisely, not unwisely. Are you being careful? Are you being very careful? See, I read that, and I don't know about you, but I, one of the things I would want to ask the Apostle Paul is, um, I would say, Paul, uh, what does that look like? Like, I don't even know what being very careful and how I live, making sure I'm not unwise, but wise. Like, what does that actually involve? What does that even look like? I don't even know how to evaluate that. Thankfully, he tells us, he begins to tell us in the next verse. If you start again with verse 15, he says, Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. This phrase, making the most of every opportunity, more literally is uh, translated, making the most of your time. Making the most of your time. So Apostle Paul says, be careful how you live, Live wisely, don't live unwisely. And you think, okay, what's that look like? He says, man, it looks like this. Make the most of your time. Make the most of your time. Think about uh, what Annie Dillard wrote. Um, she says, uh, how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives, right? Like, yeah, that, that's true. Well, Paul says, here's how you live wisely. You use your time wisely. Those go hand in hand. You cannot live wisely and use your time foolishly because how we live our lives is how we spend our days. It's it's how it all equates. And so Paul says, you got to be careful about how you're using your time. The key to living wisely is to use our time wisely. And friends, here's where I think is helpful. Right now, in the midst, because of the disruption that COVID-19 has caused, all our old normal, like our old schedule and our old commitments, they've all been disrupted. And I think that gives us an actually a great opportunity to evaluate. Are we actually using our time well? Have we been using our time well? Here's what I want to encourage us to do. What if we began to carve out a new normal where we chose to be very careful with how we spend our time? See, according to this passage, that's what we're called to do, and we're told that would be the wise thing to do. Of course, if we did that, we might be tempted to just choose to use our time the way we want to use our time, right? It's like, okay, if I'm going to reevaluate where my time's been going now, I'm going to just choose to use my time exactly how I want to use my time. And I feel that, and I've heard from many of y'all, you feel that too, because one of the things that's ha- has happened is like things have slowed down in a lot of ways during shelter in place, and I hear from a lot of us that it's like, oh man, when when things are get back to the new normal, whatever that is, I want to make sure that I don't, I'm not as busy. I want to make sure I'm doing a lot less, and my time's only going to things that I want to do um, to the people that I want to spend time with. And man, I get that. If that's how you're feeling, I mean, I really get that. However, let's not be foolish and lean on our own understanding when it comes to where our time should go. But instead let's be wise by seeking God's will in regards to how we should use our time. See, that's how we're going to actually live wisely, making the most of every opportunity. In fact, apostle Paul makes that point. in what he says next in verse 17, he says, therefore, Do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And specifically, when he he says understand in the Greek, that word literally carries with it the sense of uh, make an effort, like try to grasp, like do the work of understanding what the Lord's will is. Again, in context here, the Lord's will, what he's referring to is the Lord's will regarding how we use our time. And so if you put verse 15, 16, and 17 all together and kind of sum it up, here's here's the statement. It's that uh, Paul's saying, we are called to live wisely by being careful to spend our time according to the Lord's will. We are called to live wisely by being careful to spend our time according to the Lord's will. That's the key to living wisely. Of course, (laughs) That begs another question, right? That begs the question, well, what is the Lord's will regarding how we use our time? Like, what does God want our time to go towards? And here's what I would say to y'all friends. Y'all should really figure that out. Like, you you should do the work to try to understand that. That's how you can be very careful to make sure you're living a wise life you got to try to understand it. you got to do the work. Now, I want to help you do that, so I'm going to get into it for a minute, a couple minutes here. However, I really want you to hear me say, I can't tell you on an individual basis how you should use your time. Like, I can't give you specifics on exactly how you should use your time. You have to go to God for that. You need to try to understand. You need to personally seek this out, okay? But what I can do, because it's what we see in Scripture, is I can give you some buckets. I can give you some priorities and how to prioritize your time according to the Lord's will. And uh, and so I want to point you to that. And the way I'm going to show you that actually is by looking at what comes next in the book of Ephesians. In fact, before I get into it, I think this is really fascinating how uh, God, through the Apostle Paul, actually points us to how we should pri- prioritize our time, and perhaps it's because I'm a pastor and I can like geek out over God's word, but like, I think this is just so cool, because one of the things uh, that you should know is that in the Bible, not only does God communicate to us by what it says, but also by the order in which he says things like in both of those ways, God communicates to us. In fact, in the book of Ephesians itself, this is a little bit of an, of of an aside, but stay with me for a second here in the book of Ephesians, the way that the entire book is laid out carries incredible significance. Like the first half of the book of Ephesians is all about the gospel. It's all about what God has done for us and who we are as a result of what God has done. So it's all about Jesus and what he's done and who we are in Christ as a result of what God has done. That's the first half of the book of Ephesians. The second half of the book of Ephesians then picks up and says, basically, well, then how should we live in light of what God has done? How do we obey God in light of how he's loved us? And that flow is incredibly significant. Like, that captures the Christian faith, because it, what it says is that God doesn't relate to us based on what we do for him, but that we relate to God based on what he has done for us. So we don't, you know, do good things in order to be accepted by God. It's because of Jesus, we're accepted by God, therefore we try to obey God. Like, that's captured in the order of the book of Ephesians. See, so God communicates not only by what he says, by the but by also the order in which He says it, and if you go to Ephesians chapter 5, the same thing happens, that after Paul says, okay, you need to understand what the Lord's will is, this is how you are careful to live wisely, you you use your time according to the Lord's will, then here's where he goes next, and I don't have time to read it all for you, I really want to encourage you to do that this week, read Ephesians 5, starting verse 15, to the end of the book. But if you do, here's what you're going to see he says next. He starts talking about your relationship with God. That's right, the very next verse, verses 18 through 20. And then he's going to talk about marriage. That's verses 21 through 33, the end of chapter 5. And then beginning with chapter 6, verse 1, he's going to talk about kids, parenting. And then right after that, he's going to talk about work, work relationships or vocation, 6, 5 through 9. And friends, that's, that's significant because this is God saying through the inspiration of Paul, through, you know, through spirit, what he writes here, is when it comes to understanding what the Lord's will is in regards to how you should prioritize your time, it should look like this. God, marriage, kids, work. Like this is the Lord saying, here's my will, how I want you to use your time. Here's how you live wisely. Put me first, then, then your spouse, then your kids, and then your vocation. And so uh, I know that there's a lot of people in our church family that are not married or don't have kids, and that's fine. That You get to leave those out if those don't apply to you right now. But still, the order does communicate God's priority of how you use your time. And so here's what I want to ask you. When you think about the old way, the old normal, would you say that you prioritize your time according to the Lord's will? Like specifically, were you living wisely? If this is what it looks like to live wisely. Like were you putting God first? Like were you spending time with God regularly, opening up the Bible? hearing from Him, spending time praying to Him. If you read in Ephesians 5, 18 through 20, you'll see one of the things that it looks like to prioritize God is to be filled with the Spirit and then to gather with other Christians and speak praises to, of God through song and hymn, spiritual songs. Like we gather together and we praise God. That's a part of prioritizing time with God. Friends, is that something you were prioritizing? Were you spending time with God? Were you spending time with other believers? Is is this true of you, or was all that stuff getting pushed to the back burner? Was that getting left off your plate, or was it often the first thing to go in your day or in your week? Were you prioritizing God? And for couples, for 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 all all of us married people, um, would your spouse say that you were prioritizing them second? Were they were they saying would they say that uh, that work or kids came before them? Or would, would they say that, yeah, you know, you, you made, you're clearly prioritizing them and how you're pursuing them, how you're dating them, how you're serving them? And you look at Ephesians 5, you know, 21 through 33, the, the big focus is that you're serving each other putting the others ahead of yourself. And then so reflecting the way that Christ re- treats the church and the church is supposed to relate to Jesus. Like, is that what your relationship look like or were y'all just roommates? Were you just you know, passing each other every once in a while? As are you prioritizing your marriage? For those of you who are parents in the old normal back when you didn't spend every single moment of your day with your kids, were you prioritizing them above your work? Were they, were they getting your attention? Were they getting just the leftovers of your energy? Or were you really engaging their hearts and making the most out of every opportunity, the opportunity of the seasonal life that they're in right now that comes and goes so quickly? One of the things dads that Ephesians chapter six verse four calls us to do is to say that we are to uh, bring our kids up in the training and righteousness of the Lord, or training and instruction of the Lord. And the dads, let me ask: Like, when was the last time that you had a conversation with your kids about your relationship with Jesus? When was the last time that you opened up the Bible and and taught them something about God and how to live? Like, are you? engaging them on that level. Is that a priority of yours? And then work, friends. Work comes forth on this list, but hear this. That doesn't make work unimportant. It just shows where it fits (laughs) and what our priority should be, but it's still extremely important. I mean, and if you read in chapter six, five through nine, one of the things that it says there is that we are to do our work unto the Lord, knowing that when we are working for whoever we work for, that we're actually doing work ultimately for God and it honors God and it's meant to really please God. But we can't honor God when we use our time in a way that uh, we, when we prioritize wrongly, that's not honoring God. But are you doing your work unto the Lord? Are you prioritizing it according to what his will is? As these are hard questions, but they're important questions for us to ask. And again, I just think that this is a great time to ask these questions. Yeah. disruption caused by COVID-19 invites us to do some evaluation on where our time is going and where it should go. We have this opportunity to carve out this new normal moving forward. What if, what if we were intentional to make sure that we would be wise with how we used our time, according to the Lord's will. Um, So here's what I want to encourage you with. Here's what I want to challenge you with to to do off of this, okay? The first thing I want to ask you to do in light of all this is to read Ephesians chapter 5, starting verse 15 through uh, the end of the book, all right? And for you on a personal level, just to begin there thinking through, okay, what is Lord's will for how I should use my time? What would it look like to prioritize my time? According to this, you do the work there, understand what the Lord's will is, try to grasp it. So that's the first thing. I really want to encourage you to do that later today or later this week, but make that a priority. The second thing I want to encourage you to do is this take time to do some evaluation. And use the, you know, this, this is a common tool for evaluation, but I, I would say take these three areas, these three priorities, I mean four, t- three, I mean four, four priorities, God, marriage, kids, and work, depending on which one of those apply to your life right now, and, and ask these questions. Ask, God, in light of your will, what you say to prioritize and in the order in which you say to prioritize them, what do I need to start doing in this specific area? And what do I need to stop doing in this specific area? And what do I need to continue doing in this area? And just ask those, those questions. Start with your relation with God and ask that, those three questions. And then move to marriage as it applies, parenting as it applies, and then work. This will be a way for you to start being very careful then in how you live not as unwise, but as wise, making the most out of every opportunity because the days are evil. Our time is short and it matters. And so don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. This is a great time to do that, friends. What if we did? What if one of the things that came out of COVID-19 in the middle of all the bad that's happening is that one of the ways God begins to redeem it is that we use this time to make sure we're living more wisely. The relation with God and with others could be hugely positively impacted. Let's be careful. Let's do some evaluation. It's going to be good. We'll be glad we did. Let me pray for us, and then we'll move into a time of communion. Heavenly Father, God, will you give us wisdom to know what to do with what we've heard today? God, would you move all of us to live more wisely? Lord, to take stock of where our time is going and to hear from you what your will is on where, what we should prioritize with our time. And God, I know that all of us have room to grow in these areas. Lord, would you do that? Would you grow us in this that we would be more wise, that we would honor you with our lives? And God, Lord, that we would also reap the benefits that comes with living wisely. We need you, God. Would you guide us here? In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Midtown Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this ministry has blessed you. If you would like to support this ministry, you can donate at midtownaustin.org.